Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, we'll recap Falcons and Ravens, and number one priority needs to be a pass rusher. It's all next, Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. Hitting Hard is brought to you by Bet Online. We ask you to head to YouTube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button. We are free and available to download on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Subscribe to our channel there. Roku and Amazon Fire. Yes, we are available on those platforms as well. And at JMCH316 on my personal Twitter page. Well, it was another strange week of play calling for Arthur Smith as the Falcons lose to the Ravens uh, 17 to 9. You know, I, I feel like Arthur Smith is a really good play caller, but he's gotten out of what has been his home run groove when he changed quarterbacks. You know, Marcus Mariota. The, the the formula for success was short, quick route, one read, throw, heavy run game. You know, there was a formula for success. And, and maybe maybe Arthur, Arthur Smith got away from that in the first couple of weeks with Mariota, but he kind of found his groove. Well, it feels like changing quarterbacks has had some of the same effect for Arthur Smith's play calling. For instance, they ran one running play on their first two drives. And Tyler Algier coming off of 139 yards or whatever he had the, the week before, he wasn't he, he wasn't in the mix. I mean, it was the second play of the third possession. Second play of the third possession before he touched the football. And, and it just seems odd to me that and and again. Maybe maybe Arthur Smith is kind of navigating his way through. Because remember, the first couple of games with Marcus Mariota, you know, he had threw 33 passes and this, then the other. And we got out of the trend of what we would become offensively. And, and maybe the same thing is happening with Arthur Smith out there. Now, you know, for instance, a... Uh, before the halftime, before the half, he had a couple of really nice plays where he threw a screen pass to Patterson and he threw a screen pass to Algier. And that picked up big chunks of yardage. And it's like, why are we not doing more of that? Why why are we not setting our quarterback up to succeed more? And and Ritter played well. Ritter, Ritter after the first quarter, played pretty well. You know, statistically, you know, he was fine. You know, and he's not turning the football over. You know, the low snap, I'll blame Dolman uh, on that. The, the the fumbled snap in the first possession of the game, I'll blame Dolman on that. And, and Dolman has a track record of of bad snaps, so I, I, I'm, I'm putting that on Dolman. But he hasn't turned the football over. But it just seems odd that the play calling has not found his groove. 
yet. Two weeks in a row that that this has been this has been the problem for the Atlanta Falcons. And offensively, they're mucked up in the mire, you know, just bogged down in the muck in the mire out there. You know, look, the connection between Drake London and Desmond Ritter, it it's it's outstanding. You know, the, the, those two are on the same page. And when in doubt, kind of huck it up to Desmond or uh, uh, Drake London. And you saw that there was a big catch by Drake London. But it just seems odd that we've gotten away from where we run the football, come out, pound it in the inside. And look, even, even some of the other play calls, running it on the, on the left-hand side of our offensive line, like on fourth down, running it on the uh, left side of our offensive line. The strength of this football team is to run it on the right side of their offensive line. That is still the best play call. That is still the premier play call. When you have to get a couple of few yards, it's still the best play call running it off to the right side of the offensive line. So it just seems strange. Now, look, the defense played well. You know, again, you gave up 17 points on the road. And again, a haphazard offense and, you know, it's, it's not a very good offense. They, they're, they're, uh, they had a wide receiver score a touchdown on a pass for the first time since week three of the, of the season. So, you know, again, their offense isn't, isn't prolific or anything, but you figure you give up 17 points on the road. You should come away with a victory in that game. Now, I know a lot of people are going to talk about the uh, grounding penalty before the half, but here's the thing. Okay. Yes, it was a bad call. Yes, it was awful. But when you put yourself in a position, the play would have been to call a timeout, reset your offense. Instead, they quick snapped it, rolled Ritter out, and bad things happened. And, and that's, again, a play call that went awry. And I was, I was thinking to myself, just when you, when you put yourself in a situation to allow the refs to dictate, you know, if, if a referee has to dictate your success, then it's a bad play and, and it's a bad play call. And, and that was, that was, you know, again, mind boggling, you know, is, is probably the right term for this, that he would call that kind of play knowing that you have a rookie quarterback, you had a timeout to spend, and then you end up, you know, kicking a field goal, selling for a field goal. It just was an odd circumstance. But again, when you put your hands, when you put the game in your in the hands of the officials, you're going to be, you know, going to be gravely disappointed. So again, it's a, it's another week of offense being bogged down. I'll chalk it up to Ritter and Arthur Smith, just kind of getting into their home run groove. Maybe it's going to take a few more weeks. Maybe, maybe being at home for the last two games of the year, maybe calms him down. I don't know, but Ritter played pretty well. And it's a scenario where the offensive play calling has let Desmond Ritter down over these last couple of weeks. I want to talk about my friends over at Bet Online. Listen, 
BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports wagering information. Look, it's really simple. You put that, you put in BetOnline.net on that mobile device, right? You carry it around everywhere. And then when you put BetOnline.net in, you get in on the action. You take a look at all the information, scores, news, podcast information, everything that you can be a smarter better on. Then when you get then when you get to betonline.net, get in on the action. College uh, football bowl games cranked up. NFL regular season about to wrap up. College basketball, NBA basketball, NHL, whatever you are into, you can get in on the action on betonline.net. So head there today to betonline.net, get in on all the action, be a smarter sports wager. Betonline.net is where the action starts. You know, the number one priority, even more than quarterback, has got to be an edge rusher for the Atlanta Falcons. So let me give you some stats. Because when you look at the Eagles defense and the Cowboys defense, you know, there there are there are the majority of playoff teams that are the leading sack teams in the NFL. Let me give you a breakdown of some of the numbers on this. The Falcons have had six games where they've had zero sacks. They've had four games where they've had one sack. And they've had five games of two or more sacks. So in 10 of their 15 games, they've accumulated four sacks total. Four sacks in 10 games. That's not a winning formula. And even though the defense played well, they're not giving up a lot of points, they are facing some anemic offenses. I mean, let's be honest. The Ravens' offense is borderline anemic without Lamar Jackson, right? Without Lamar Jackson, they're they're a, a very, I don't know, dysfunctional offensive team, to say the least. You know, you take away your best weapon, and and that's to be expected. But... When you can't sack the quarterback, you change up down and distance and all the things that we've talked about through the course of the season. The Falcons are second to last in the NFL in sacks, and only the Bears have one less sack than the Falcons, but they traded away Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn and those guys. So they they had to they had to get rid of all their pass rushers or most of their pass rushers to, to be the worst sack team in the NFL. So when it comes to the draft, even prioritizing over quarterback, because I I realistically think that they'll give Desmond Ritter a chance to start in the regular season and then sign a veteran quarterback. You know, when you when you have a rookie first or second year quarterback, you typically sign a veteran to back them up. Okay, I mean, you, you typically sign somebody with more experience or can start a, a couple of games for you. But I think that they'll, I think that they will stick with Desmond Ritter. And I think that they will sign a veteran backup. Number one priority. Running back, even, you know, I've seen Bijan Robinson and in names like that. They have got to find a guy to sack the quarterback. They have got to find a dynamic playmaker. And I won't get into, I'm I'm saving this discussion. The Micah Parsons. Kyle Pitts draft. 
Would the Atlanta Falcons be a much better franchise if they had Micah Parsons than Kyle Pitts? Yeah, but we'll, we'll get into that in, in another at another point in time, um, that discussion. But you have to find a dynamic pass rusher. You, you have to find – look, if, if it comes down to a Stroud or a Bryce Young or a Will Anderson – I still draft. I still draft Will Anderson. I still draft a, a Will Anderson type of player because he can change up immediately the effect of the game. And and you see with Desmond Ritter. And look, they're going to give Desmond Ritter a chance to start next year. A, a quarterback isn't going to play right away. Having a, a rookie quarterback and then a second year quarterback on the roster as your top two guys isn't a formula for success. But if you have a dominant pass rusher, if you have a Miles Garrett and a TJ Watt, you can influence the outcome of games directly. You can change up the dynamic of games. And look, a play here and a play there, a big sack here and a big sack there could have changed up the dynamic of that game because the Ravens' offense wasn't very good. The Ravens' offense wasn't dynamic or anything like that. And we faced a lot of non-dynamic offenses. So top priority has to be a pass rusher, a, a get home, big time pass rusher, a big time get home guy to change up the dynamic of this team. With, with all the, with all the other needs that the Falcons have out there, if they can get that dominant guy to be on the edge, they can, outside of quarterback, they can influence the game the most. You know, your quarterback influences the game the most. I think that your defensive end sacking the quarterback influences the game the second most. So if you're not going to draft quarterback, and, and most likely they're not, then get that edge player to be the dominant force on the defense. Coupled with Taquan Graham, Grady Jarrett, Ebba Cady, you, you, have, you have some guys up front on your defensive line. Now you need that big-time home run hitter. Now you need that big-time guy that can come in and regularly get you 10 or 12 sacks. All right, we want to thank you for um, making Hitting Hard with John Chuck for your first listen every day. Check out... Locked on Sports Today, their podcast, the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Make that your second listen every day. We ask you to head to YouTube.com. Put Locked on Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. We are free and available to download on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Subscribe to our channel there. Roku and Amazon Fire. Yes, we are on those platforms. And follow me at JMCH316 on the Twitter page. This has been Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. 